You're listening to Hear Arizona. Addressing issues, empowering our community. Out there in the world, there are thousands of people who would make good teachers. They have college degrees, are skilled in special subjects, and want to work with children. There's only one problem, actually getting them into the classroom. In our last episode, we looked at the reasons why as many as 42% of Arizona teachers leave the job after three years. Not a year went by that I taught in the classroom for 15 years that there was at least 10 to 12 new teachers on my campus. We have limited the amount of creativity that uh, educators, in particular classroom teachers, feel like they can bring into the classroom because they've got to hit all the, the standards. And Here's our house payment. Here's our uh, student loans. Here's our like credit cards or whatever other random stuff that we had. And there, there was sometimes it was like we were sitting there at the end of the month and we're like, okay, we got we got 300 bucks to last us two weeks. I'm one teacher with 30, 25, 30 students or so, whatever the class size is, and I don't have lateral support or you know colleague support, whatever. And so the loneliness of that really turns people away. I just get to play with my son. I get to have fun with my son until he goes to bed instead of just like sitting there and just being like, hang on, bud, hang on, hang on, I need to do this. Like it's, it's a lot less stress and it's a lot, a lot less out of work time. Every single one of those problems that drive Arizona teachers to quit are the same problems that keep qualified teachers from even applying to teach in Arizona schools. Recent graduates with mountains of student debt see salaries in California that are as much as $34,000 higher than they are here in Arizona. They see lower average class sizes in New Mexico and Colorado. They see states that don't lose new teachers by the dozen, leaving them with the extra workload. Instead, in this episode, we'll focus on how the tide might be turning here in Arizona. As each school district posts its help-wanted signs, several local organizations are lining up to help fill those positions. Joe Thomas, the president of the Arizona Education Association, knows firsthand the issues facing the state's education system. The first thing to know about the state's teacher recruitment problems is that it does not come from a lack of quality, qualified candidates. Um, we have plenty of people in this state that have teaching certificates, and too many of them have decided that they can't pay off their own student loans, they can't afford to send their own kids to college, they can't live in the neighborhoods in which they teach because they can't afford a, a house there. The next thing to know, every state that borders Arizona pays their teachers more. Sometimes it's only a few extra thousand dollars a year but it can be more than $30,000 more in some California districts. And so we have a difficult time retaining all of our graduates from our major universities because they'll stay here for a few years, but then they see that they can make so much more money somewhere else. And it's critical that we keep our own talent and, and, and attract talent from other states. Let's check in with Chris Cuellar. He's a Northern Arizona University graduate currently enrolled in a community college teacher preparation program. He's committed to teach in an Arizona classroom, and even he has some pre-service jitters. Lack of resources really is my biggest worry, and 
I know class size is a big one of it. And one of the biggest lessons he says he's learning is how class size can affect student performance. We're finding that how much of a difference having 20 kids in your class versus having like 10 kids in your class could be, or even 12. Like trying to spend individual time and effort on each child to make sure that they get a quality education. Typically, when a university student walks across the stage and accepts their diploma, they're released into the world without a lot of support. They can transfer their certificate to most states, and the university doesn't offer much beyond alumni newsletters. Community college teacher prep programs are a little bit different, though. The way we're different from a four-year university is, you know, our average age is 38 years old for, for our um, teacher candidates. Um, we offer a post-bac program where anyone who has a degree other than education um, is interested in becoming a teacher. Uh, we provide that avenue. That's Julie Farron. She's the executive director of the National Association of Community College Teacher Education Programs. I'll let her explain what exactly she does. And we really advocate and promote the community college role in supporting high-quality teacher education. She's also the instructional coordinator for Rio Salado College's teacher education program. A big part of that program's target audience is working professionals, people who already have careers and families who are looking to earn their teaching credential. One of the biggest barriers to changing careers is the cost. Not of the program itself, but not a lot of people can afford to spend an entire semester as an unpaid student teacher. Arizona and Rio Salado College now allow certain qualified students to serve as a teacher in residence, essentially getting paid to teach while earning their certification. They can start right away. They can earn first-year teacher pay and enroll at Rio Salado in our teacher in residence program. And they're able to, at the same time that they are teaching as a first-year teacher, they're taking classes. We provide um, a program supervisor, works with them throughout that entire two years. It might sound counterintuitive to have someone teaching in a classroom without full certification, but they're not left alone. While they're in residence, they're supervised by qualified faculty and still take weekly teacher prep classes. They have pre-evaluation conferences. They're meeting regularly um, on a webinar with a cohort. So there's other teachers that are supporting them. In, in a similar content area. As the program expands, Farron says they're looking to recruit younger, first-career teacher candidates too, not just adults looking to switch careers. We're trying to build a pathway um, with um, Tempe Union High School, Rio Salado College, and Western Governors University. How can we help those students who might be two things. They might be a student in high school that does have a passion or is interested in becoming a teacher. Well, now we can provide this direct pathway with coaches that are going to really um, guide them through the programs, um, taking classes at the um, high school level that are going to help with community college. A common problem teachers face is the high level of student debt they're forced to take on just for a job that usually pays less than $50,000 a year. Programs like this seek to reduce the overall cost, so a lower paying teaching job isn't as impactful. 
I think it's no secret to know that community college is the best kept secret when it comes to paying for college. That's not even talking about all of these different funding sources that we've been fortunate enough to have that will pay for the entire cost of the program. Students in the program get stipends for books and classroom supplies, too. One important thing at Rio College that my faculty chair um, charged us with was making sure that costs for the class were $40 or less. If someone is interested in finding a teaching job and they meet the qualifications, Farron says they can get certified for little to no cost. And while they're teaching, they're taking education classes to supplement their real-world work. They can connect with the school and they can, all of their tuition can be paid for. You know, they're taking classes online, it's at night. They're meeting with education professionals, their program supervisors, other um, teacher candidates that are in the field in that same content area. And so they provide, it's really that support. So we really support them throughout the entire program. About 90% of Arizona's population lived in urban areas as of the 2010 census. Rural school districts, which serve about 10% of the state's population, have smaller tax bases, smaller populations, and have a more difficult time recruiting teachers. Most teacher recruitment programs, like Teach for America, tend to focus on filling vacancies in urban districts. Joe Thomas with the Arizona Education Association. National programs like Teach for America bring in uh, some educators typically into urban settings or suburban settings, but it doesn't do as good a job in filling positions that are in rural Arizona. And their issues uh, that I hear are that um, it's difficult to um, graduate their own students that want to come back and and be in education because they didn't see it as something that uh, had a lot of uh, upward social mobility. Because online colleges like Rio Salado don't require in-person attendance, they can teach rural students more effectively. A teacher in residence, enrolled in Rio Salado and teaching at a rural school, probably has more resources than a fully certified first-year teacher would, Farron says. Because if you think about it, uh, as an online college, where we're able to reach out to is those, those rural areas where there isn't another, you know, they might be at a school that is, they're a fourth grade teacher, there might not be another fourth grade teacher for them to go, I'm brand new at this. What do, can you help me? Can you point me in the right direction? More after a quick message from Here Arizona sponsors. This episode of The Education Cliff is in part supported by Intel, innovating and investing in Arizona communities since 1979, and a supporter of Here Arizona Education podcast series telling stories that change lives and strengthen communities. Resource info can be found at hearearizona.org. Imagine if Arizona's education system had a reservoir of qualified adults who had years of training, experience with difficult work assignments, exposure to a wide variety of cultural diversity, and a worldview enhanced by constant worldwide travel. That's where Lee Fernwalt comes in. Well, my name is Lee Fernwalt, and I am the currently the Arizona State Coordinator for the Troops Teachers Program, which will be converting to the Arizona Troops to Educator Program May 17th. I work at Arizona Department of Education, and I am a native of Arizona. 
Lee's job is to convince qualified military veterans to come teach in Arizona. Before someone is discharged from the service, they have to attend a transition counseling class. The bases here in Arizona have been pretty much uh, very inviting to have me come on the base and present, especially Luke Air Force Base and Davis Monthan. And uh, I'm a given basically about anywhere from 20 to 30 minutes to basically walk through the different aspects of teaching and how the process will go. The process is astonishingly simple for the average service member who wants to become a teacher. In some cases, they don't even need a degree, since most military training is accredited by the American Council on Education. Many qualify for teaching jobs based solely on their military experience. And typically those fall under uh, what's called career and technical education or CTE is commonly referred to. And CTE is a nationwide certification where someone can uh, teach a specialized field, whether it could be auto mechanics, airplane mechanics, uh, it could be business related such as IT, uh, networking, uh, or health services, to name a few. And time spent on active duty counts for professional experience, which can be used to qualify too. With their typical service, it would say you have to have about three to four years of active duty service to qualify just to meet the number of uh, professional hours needed to, for that certification. Veterans with a bachelor's degree in a common academic subject can usually be certified to teach based on the state's subject matter expert rules, too. A person may not have a teaching degree, but they have the skills. For example, if you have a degree in biology, you could get the subject matter expert uh, certificate, which would allow you to teach biology in grades 6 through 12. Or another common one is... Uh, Criminal justice, if an individual has criminal justice, that commonly reverts to a political science and American government certification, which obviously is a very common course to be taught in high school. Since taking this job with the program, Lee has helped dozens of qualified veterans get hired as classroom teachers in Arizona. I helped uh, 91 receive their certifications through either traditional subject matter expert, CTE, special education, as well as I helped 45 find full-time positions throughout the state. So um, for a year or two, that's a pretty pretty good number considering that uh, when you compare it to some of the other states, we've actually had a great, great uh, turnout for it. All good things must come to an end, unfortunately. The sad thing is, is that the DOD decided to end this program come this May. Hearing that this successful program was losing federal funding was a gut punch for Lee. He had helped put dozens of qualified educators in Arizona classrooms. We can only surmise what the reasoning is, but um, there was a, a wide area review of programs and the DOD came back and said that we would like to reallocate this money someplace else. The state agreed to fund a state-level version of the program, though, and give Lee nearly carte blanche to run it. We'll actually be switching to um, troops to educators, so that um, because of the fact that Troops to Teachers program was so effective for the last couple of years that we've had the grant, um, ADE uh, has decided that, you know, we've helped meet so many people that um, now, starting May 17th, that program will change over to Troops to Educators. 
Lee plans to expand the program to include all school positions. My definition of educator is going to expand to cover the entire educator community. And the educator community, what I mean by that is everything from the bus driver when your child's picked up to being fed to the counselors um, and then the, obviously the teacher in the classroom. Eligibility is going to expand beyond former military personnel too. So my goal is to um, expand out and have service members. And also I'm going to be adding spouses of service members to the program as well so that um, we're helping the student as a whole and helping to fill all the positions within a school system and not just the classroom. Education advocates worry that these programs, while effective at putting teachers in classrooms, don't actually solve the state's education problems. Marisol Garcia is the vice president of the Arizona Education Association. It's not a matter of like a band-aid that we're looking for. We're looking for systematic and structural institutional change on how we um, recruit educators. And um, what I found with working with educators from some of those programs is that if they were not properly prepared, even from the small preparation that they were given, um, a lot of times they would come in almost like a Band-Aid and they would stay for two, maybe three years because education was really not what they wanted to do. Garcia says that in her experience, teachers who go through these programs don't have the support necessary to thrive in a classroom. Julie Farron with Rio Salado College and the National Association of Community College Teacher Education Programs disagrees. So we really support them throughout the entire program. We create plans for them. So that would differ whether or not you're going into, uh, if you're going to be an art teacher or if you're going into special education, which we know that's a huge need. In our next episode. See, I think it's really growing your own um, within schools is um, finding those teachers at the K-12 school that represent the community and are already on board. Instead of bringing a brand new person out of a four-year university. Educators that look like their students, that have, share a same language, that share a same culture, and it is incredibly important for students regardless of their age, to see an educator that they look like, that they sound like, that is from their community, that went to that school. How community colleges and local organizations work to improve teacher diversity and representation. On the next episode of The Education Cliff, from here, Arizona. You just listened to an entire podcast episode on the state of education in Arizona, so obviously this issue means something to you. To learn more about the issues in Arizona's education system and the organizations we profile, visit our website, hearearizona.org. That's H-E-A-R Arizona. Tell all of your friends to check us out too. They can search for Hear Arizona on their favorite podcast listening app, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, NPR One, and Spotify. Since we're all about empowering our community, we want you to be part of the conversation. Follow Here Arizona on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. This podcast series was made possible by a grant from the F Squared Family Foundation 
and support from Intel and Rio Salado College. Here Arizona is a production of the Division of Public Service at Rio Salado College, which includes Sun Sounds, Spot 127, KBOC, and KJZZ. This episode was produced, written, directed, and hosted by me, Scott Borg. Linda Pastore is our executive producer. Thanks for listening.